What is it about you being pregnant that makes complete strangers totally comfortable telling you their horror stories about their births? Or maybe it's not complete strangers. Maybe it's your aunt or your grandma or whoever it is that you may be spending time around this year during the holidays. Normally, it would be so weird to go up to somebody and start gushing about pretty much anything. But having a baby in your belly seems to be an invitation to pretty much anybody to spill the beans to you in this culture. It really doesn't make sense, but it is real. So since you can get blindsided anytime, anywhere, how can you navigate your way around all this negativity and not let it seep into your mindset? Let's talk about that today. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. It is review time, my favorite time. I love sharing these wonderful reviews you guys keep leaving me. I love the way that you take the time to encourage me. If you haven't already, please just hit pause real quick and go do that for me now. It helps me so much to hear from you and to hear what you're learning, what you like about the podcast. It helps me to know what you need and to keep on going and know that I'm not just out here talking to myself. You're actually listening and I'm actually helping. And that's my whole goal is to help you to get nearer to God during your pregnancies and after your pregnancy in your motherhood. So I just want to thank y'all who have left me a review so far. And for those that have, have not, it's all I want for Christmas from you. It doesn't cost you a thing. Just leave me a quick review. Let me know what you think and I will be encouraged and you never know. You might hear yours read right here, just like I'm about to read Rachel G's. I can't read her full title because of the way that Apple Podcasts works. Can't read the whole thing, but it says, I wish this podcast was around and I can't see anything after that. So you can just try to fill in the blanks yourself. The rest of the review says, I'm so blessed to have found Lori's podcast as I'm currently expecting my second child. If only her podcast was around when I was expecting my first I might have avoided the C-section that resulted from the cascade of medical interventions. I've learned so much, but more importantly, I've learned to rely on God, not the broken medical system. It's been much more enjoyable, excuse me, it's been a much more enjoyable pregnancy, and I feel more confident being an advocate for myself and my baby when I go into labor. Thank you so much, Lori, for creating this podcast, and thank you, Rachel, for those kind words, and I hope that you have a much better birth this time, and I hope that lots of other first-time mamas are able to avoid that cascade of interventions that you mentioned. That is one of my big goals, is just to help you realize the reality of the maternity system and to help steer you out of it 
before you have your bad experience. So many people find me after they've had their bad experience. We're going to talk about that a little bit here in a little while, but hopefully there's some of you out there who are first-time mamas, and this is going to make all the difference for your current pregnancy and any future pregnancies you have. So we're heading into the holidays. We just came out of Thanksgiving, so I guess we're not really heading into the holidays. We're already in them. (laughs) We just came out of Thanksgiving. Christmas is right around the corner. This means that you are likely going to be around family that you don't see as much the rest of the year. If you're pregnant, or even if you've got a new baby and you did your birth a little different than the conventional route, you can bet you're going to get comments and many of them will not be positive. You can't afford, mama, listen to me right now, you cannot afford to give up your peace and to let fear creep in. You've got to get your mind prepared for what may come and what may be said. They will tell you about everything. They'll tell you about their labor, labor failures, how they tried to have it naturally, but this happened or that happened, or how they got to nine centimeters and they didn't dilate anymore, or how they pushed for four hours and the baby just wouldn't come and all these things. They will never take into account all the things that led up to those stalls, the location, the interference, the intervention. They, they don't recognize that those factors played into it. But it's very easy to let all those failures creep into your head and start you to wondering, are you going to be the next one? Remember, Mama, you're doing things different, right? They'll tell you about their breastfeeding failures. They'll tell you about how they didn't make enough milk. You name it. They are going to tell you about the worst parts of their experience. Somehow they managed to leave out the best parts. <laughs> they only find it fit to tell you the bad parts. It's, it's amazing. For some reason... People often feel triggered or threatened or intimidated by you doing things differently. You know, maybe they're jealous. Maybe they weren't brave enough to try doing it differently. And maybe that, or maybe they even gave up. Maybe they feel like you're wanting to do something they actually perceive as better than what they did. And that somehow you doing that is calling them out for not standing up against the system. Maybe they really wanted to do what you're doing, but they didn't think it was possible. So they didn't try And they don't really want you to succeed either or to even try because you might just prove them wrong that if they had stuck to their guns, they could have succeeded too. You might prove them wrong and you might prove the system wrong. A lot of times people don't really want to hear that. So I want to go through four ways or four things for you to consider as you're going through these holidays to protect your mindset and to try to stay positive. Number one, I want you to realize that they usually actually mean well. Now, it may not sound like they mean well. It may not come out like they mean well, but they usually mean well. If you really dug into the root of why they're saying anything that they're saying, it's probably more about them than you. Now, I do not recommend that you dig in to the root of why they're saying what they're saying, at least not at the holidays, because there's no telling what kind of drama might get stirred up. You know, you've heard that phrase, actions speak louder than words. Let that stand here too. Just let your actions speak. Over time, they'll see that things can be different. We read in James chapter 1, verse 19, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. So be slow to speak. Just keep it to yourself. Let them talk. 
listen if you want or don't, if you can find a way to gracefully exit. But don't get it stirred up to where you have drama in your holidays. You know, I hate this term, but the world is full of haters. Usually their hate is actually directed at people who are doing what they wish they were doing. So I want you to keep that in mind. They may talk nice to your face and maybe hate you behind your back, but they really want what you have. And know that as they watch your story play out from afar, your actions may just end up leading them to coming to you in the future to learn how you did it. So just gracefully listen, let it go in one area out the other. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in a few minutes. And just be slow to speak. Realize that they don't really mean you harm. They don't really mean to discourage you. A lot of times they're just processing what they went through and they can't quite understand why it was so bad. And they kind of wish they had it better. And they don't really know how to handle it. So it just kind of gushes. So just let them gush and move on. It's not worth losing the peace of the holiday season just to be right or to tell them why your way is better. Number two, I want you to realize that you can't help people who don't want your help. I tell my kids this all the time when they are supposedly helping each other, but the person they're helping hasn't invited them to help, and the person who they're presumably helping is furious that they're doing what they're doing, even if they actually are helping They want to do it their way in their time, and they don't want help. And I tell them time and time again, if they ask for your help, you can help. But otherwise, you got to let them do it on their own. You know, if you start telling people about what you're doing and why your way is better, they're not going to listen, and you're going to invite even more negativity. So if they ask what you're doing or why, and you want to answer, go for it. But if they don't ask... Just keep it to yourself. If they do ask what you're doing and you don't want to answer because you know where it could go, then come up with some stock response and have it ready for when they ask and then just leave it be. You don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe anyone explanations that are going to cause strife and that are going to cause you to lose your peace. People who truly do want help to do their pregnancies better are going to seek out that help. Sadly, though, and I mentioned this a little bit before, most of them are going to have to go through an unnecessarily traumatic birth before they're going to see the light, usually in a hospital, usually after that cascade of interventions, like what Rachel mentioned in the review. That's usually what's got to happen first before people realize there's a better way and you're going to have to work to get it. That, sadly, is the course for many people. And I know that several of you listening right now, the reason you're listening now is because you've already got your traumatic experience behind you. You didn't know any better, or maybe somebody tried to tell you and you didn't want to hear it. And then you went through your experience and now you've realized, hmm, I'm going to have to work harder to do better. And a lot of the people who you might encounter over the holidays, they're going to have to go through that first. They don't want your help right now. I regularly see members of our Facebook community invite their friends in to join us. They want their friends to have a better birth. They want their friends not to go through the inductions and all these unnecessary things. And so they'll invite them to join the group. But you know what happens? Their friends never come. They don't want the help. They just ignore it. (laughs) Sadly, When you try to help someone that doesn't want your help, 
you're wasting your time and effort. They have got to want it to be willing to navigate this path that really is the harder path. So if somebody doesn't want that path, somebody doesn't want to navigate all of this, they don't want to know about it and you're wasting your time. It's funny, there's a little parallel there, huh? Kind of like salvation. It's the harder path. Following Jesus is the harder path. Wide is the way to destruction and narrow is the way to salvation. And it takes a lot of work to stay on that narrow path, right? You can try to drag people all you want, but until they're ready, it's not going to work. Same goes for birth. When they're ready, they'll come, they'll get the help. But until then, you're wasting your time. Just let it go. And number three, in that same vein, you've got to be ready to let what they say just roll off your shoulders. When people bring their stories of all that went wrong for them to you, when they tell you about how they would have died if they weren't at the hospital, when they tell you about how they wanted to breastfeed, but they didn't make enough milk, you've just got to let it go in one ear and out the other. Rather than letting it plant seeds of doubt, let it help you realize that they are just one more person in this grossly misled world of maternity so-called care who's received a bunch of garbage information and rather than seeking out a better way, they fell victim to it. Realize that you are choosing a better road and that alone increases your odds of having the beautiful birth that God wants you to have. You're preparing yourself in ways that they likely didn't. You're taking my class. And if you're not, why aren't you? Go check it out on the website. You're reading the books I've recommended on my resources page. You're listening to this podcast. You've got a leg up that they just didn't have. So just smile and say something like, oh, I hate to hear that when they tell you about what happened to them. And then let it go. Don't engage it. It's not worth giving up your peace and joy during the holidays. Number four, and and really all of these are so, so closely related. Number four is to block out as much negativity as you can. I've told you before about how my childbirth class I took before I had my first baby talked about this bubble of peace. And I thought it just sounded so hokey and weird. (laughs) I remember saying something to my husband about it. I was like, oh yeah, a bubble of peace. But you know what? It really was a great reminder to keep a space around you, to imagine an actual bubble around you that you only let positive people into and you only let positive thinking into and everything else stays out. As soon as you sense any negativity, you say something to your in your head like bubble of peace. I recommend saying something like God's peace instead. So you're really putting that focus back on God and keeping his peace in your mind. And then block it out. Protect that space and know that the success of your birth rides on you believing in yourself and in God and his perfect design for you. Seeds of doubt sprout into trees of fear that are hard to move. So don't let them ever be planted to start with. Keep them in their little seed packets where they can't grow. The soil of growth that they could be put into is your mind. And your thoughts are what grows into your belief system. So only plant seeds of truth and positive thoughts. Seeds of doubt and seeds of fear and seeds of negativity, starve them. Don't give them soil to grow in. Don't water them. Don't let them see the light of day to grow. Block them out and keep them out of your mind. 
If you need some help staying positive and staying focused, I've got some affirmation cards that are available on my Etsy site, and you can find the link down in the show notes. So if you need them, you can go grab those. They're also included for free in my course, so you've got two ways to get them. Whatever it takes, having a positive can-do attitude is essential. You must fiercely protect your mind. This is the most wonderful time of the year, and I want you to walk through it with your head held high, knowing that you've got your eyes on the one who created us all and who created the birth and breastfeeding process. So don't take your eyes off of him, even for a minute. One little glance at this fear-filled world can derail your mindset. So lock your eyes on him and keep on keeping on, knowing, knowing that you can have your birth God's way. I will see you right back here next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.